Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Megan Patterson and Aaron Jensen. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan story series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of aesthetic PA, expert injector, national National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen. We are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit, while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin podcast. I am your host Aaron Jensen, and I'm Megan Pattison. And we are still in Megan's living room. Yes, yes, yes. Never gonna leave. Uh, I was driving here and I was listening to your 2000s playlist, your quarantines playlist. Oh my gosh. See, now it's not a 2000s. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you graduated high school between 1998 and 2005. So I specifically chose that, that era because, you know, our, my cousin Heidi was class of 05. I was class of 03. You were 01, but we have a lot of friends who graduated in 98. Yes. So like there was this era, this time span of of bangers that I wanted to capture that actually I used to put onto mix CDs and sell or like barter with and I I have I've had this collection of high school bangers for a long time. And so during this quarantine quarantine I wanted to create like playlists and I'd been doing mostly like mellow like you know like folk pop stuff that we would play in the office but this was a straight up like like flashback ptsd playlist every song that came on um crazy town butterfly came come on. my lady come come my lady you're my butterfly sugar baby i literally screamed in my car like how did megan know like it's just ding, ding, ding. <laughs> the guitar in the beginning oh my gosh you guys have to listen to it on spotify it is so good yeah i feel like i don't know i know every generation says this but that music was just so fun mm-hmm. not necessarily it wasn't like the best quality music but it was after that everything kind of took a turn yeah. like i was i have i'm not even i i have a a, a playlist we're gonna you know we're we're keep going like by the time this episode comes out like I will have gone all the way back in time. I'm not going to go from anybody who's graduated after 2005 because I'm out of touch with that. And it's just that's when music got really boring. Um, But that 98 to 2005 playlist, it's a mix of ska, pop punk, rock, but hip hop, a lot of house, a lot of dance, a lot of electro. And not just like, you know, like this is what we call music, you know, mix CD, but it was very specific to my experience as a girl growing up in Southern California. So going to ska and pop punk shows at the glass house or at the, you know, at chain reaction, as well as going to the beach, going to Newport in the summer, as well as like going to Hollywood parties and hanging out with bands and stuff. So I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. We got such great feedback. Cause you know, right now, like we don't have, you know, before and afters and, and, you know, like, a whole bunch of stuff we can content we can get in office with clients so i'm it's like our feed lately has been a lot of aaron and megan like the aaron and megan show so sorry we're probably losing followers but at the same time it's like fuck it you know i think the feedback from the playlists have been great and this particular uh playlist like popped off well i just love it because it's not all like all rap or all country or something it's i think that's what southern california during our time was it was all of those it was you a mix love all of those types of music yeah you could be in a backyard party and they play ice cube and then they play say ferris and they play like real big fish and then they play yeah crazy town or 
Cottonmouth Kings, depending on how deep in the 909 you are. <laughs> That's like some insane clown posse shit. But, you know, I also, I, I put on the, so I, we put a static post up and I created kind of like a starter kit, like a high school starter kit, which was like very, that Wait, resonated. Let, okay, I'm going to pull it up and I'm going to name the items and I want you to tell me if you actually uh, had them. Okay. So, yeah. So, like I, I mentioned in the caption of the static post, this is from the perspective of, a, of a, a teenager in Southern California. Yes. From my perspective, graduating high school in 2003, the, this, these images is what reminded me of high school. Okay, I will let's each of us answer if we had had one of these. Okay. Did you have clothes from Abercrombie Abercrombie and Fitch? No, I was too chunky to wear A and F. You weren't one of their model employees, like it'd be a size zero. No, the either. people who worked at Abercrombie and Fitch were assholes. Yeah, I never had their clothes either. <laughs> <laughs> um a mix C D book. Yes. Uh, yours it, was like gigantic. Mine was huge. And I had the one that went on the visor. I had the book that was like a four by four that I kept in the back. It looked like a like a trapper keeper. Yes. And you had extra ones to give. Yeah, you seriously would barter. I would burn. I had a. So when I was a human directional, a.k.a. a sign twirler in high school, I earned enough money to get a CD burner. And this was the CD burner you had to build into your computer tower. And I had Napster. I had LimeWire. And I would just burn the shit out of, uh, you know, it would take me three days to download a song by Trick Daddy. But once I got that song, I put it on a mix CD. And it was currency in high school. So I would be like, yo, I need a ride home from high school. Here's a mix CD on it. Or like it was a, it was a trade. It was a total currency. Yes. Did you have rocket dogs? No, I'm too tall. I, I was 5'10 in eighth grade. A big bitch and rocket dogs? Are you kidding me? Yeah, right. I had rocket dogs. But not, uh, we were talking about this at the office, uh, not rocket dogs, but soda, like the invitation the rocket dogs. The knockoffs. Yeah, the, that's um, what you'd get, at, you'd get them at Fashion Joy or at, or at Santa Fe Springs. But so people who don't know, rocket dogs was a brand of, of sandal that were like flip-flops, but on acid because they were like eight inches tall and they came with weird colors and stuff like that. So... Really thick sandals. You don't want to roll your ankle on them. Let's just say that. Yeah. Uh, Arnett's. Fuck yeah. Well, shout outs to Jen. I shout out my old boss, Jen, all the time. I was a sunglass slanger at Chick Sporting Goods, and Arnett was our top brand. So those Arnett sunglasses in white, that's what the hot girls wore. I had white Arnett's. I wore electric or fly girls. Black flies. Black flies. Were the shit in Southern <laughs> California. All right. Uh, cell phone. Did you have a Razor or a Nokia phone? I had both. Oh snap! Look at you. I had well, I had the Nokia brick with the snake on it first, and then I flipped to the razor. Yes. A coach purse. I think I did. I think that was actually later. I think I had one in college. I had more college. like a Jack Surf Shop backpack. This jack sack. The Jack sack. Yes. Yeah. Um. Did you partake in uh, down home punches or Lynchburg lemonade? Fuck yeah! Well, you Jen know, Daniels. actually, I was more. I had a more sophisticated palate, so I drank more like Captain Morgan spiced rum. That was my my bag on ice. Out of the handle. But all my girls drank like because I had fake IDs in high school. What was the name of the liquor store in Ontario? Andy's Andy's Liquor on Grove. Yes. Yeah. You could so, go there like thirteen years old, and they would sell you anything. They they did, but you know, sometimes we'd be out in LA or whatever, or Laverne. So I would have to cop since I was the I was like looked the oldest, and so I had a couple fake IDs. One I think I stole from you that you found. So I had, I so, had I, so many. Fake I had IDs. a fake ID that my cousin made. Uh, Derek. Huh? Derek. Shout out to Derek. Yes. He made me one with my face on it. And you could like run your fingernail across it and scratch off all the information. <laughs> but it worked. But then I had another fake ID that was a girl who was 5'2 and like 100 pounds. But it was real. And it had a barcode or like a slider bar on the back. So I got away with that. So when I would cop for, for the crew, I always had to get a bottle of Smirnoff vodka uh, a flavored one like raspberry 
Smirnoff ice. A Smirnoff, yeah. Here, no, I would yeah. get Smirnoff ice. I would get Sparks, uh, Lynchburg lemonade, Down Home Punch. Um, that was our version of wine coolers. So girls that like, you know, were a little older, they would drink wine coolers and Zimas. We drank Jack Daniels premixed four packs. I think I almost died and had heart attacks on Sparks on several yeah, oh yeah. occasions. It, it makes you feel like you're tweaking. Not like I've ever done meth, but I mean, if I have ever, <laughs> if I could imagine what tweaking feels like, it's like having eight Sparks and have a soup. In a sitting. Ooh. I've been there. Been there, done that. Um, I'm still waiting for my pasties picture from somebody in uh, Bluestone Sunshield. Yeah. No one has produced it yet. No. So the offer still stands. In our um, previous episode, I offered a free skincare kit to someone who sends me a picture of pasties. in Of um, themselves in pasties in a Bluestone. In Havasu. Yeah. So I'm waiting. Um, the Grind. Did you watch The Grind on Hell MTV? Yeah. Religiously. I was thinking about the programming in MTV. How... how trailblazing it was and how a show of people dancing i mean soul train did it you know like don cornelius and and his empire of like watching people dance and like having live music was dope but the grind didn't have live music it was just a hot ass eric nice with no shirt on being like all right a party people and then it was just people dancing four feet apart on like little podiums in different places like yeah. in miami in la in havasu like remember they had a grind in havasu on, yes, the, boat on the pillars and, and too short yes. too short i think performed um, where's he now? Who? Too short Eric Nice. Eric Nice. I think he's probably like a holistic coach or something. He's hot with long hair still. <laughs> he still looks great. I looked him up. Um, did you have any Von Dutch paraphernalia? No. I think I had like a shirt. I didn't. I was more of like a Hurley girl. Yeah. yeah. What was your Starbucks drink of choice? Oh, like a Frappuccino yeah. for sure. And like a bagel. I remember in high school we would stop. We, I'd get a bagel from Vaughn's, a Frappuccino, a banana, and like a power bar. And that was breakfast. So like that's like 3,000 calories I know. right there. Those were the days. Uh, puka shell necklace. For sure. Yeah. Butterfly hair clips. For sure. You for sure. I remember doing your hair. Like twisties. I would twist like the yes. little white girl cornrows, twist yes. it back, and then put a, a butterfly clip. I think you wore them in your eighth grade graduation picture. Yep. <laughs> For sure, uh, and like the little ju- the little Velcro jewels too, yes. they'd stick in your hair. Yes. Uh, uh, what's this Honda Civic? Um, I kn- that was like the car of the teenager. I yes. think across, uh, I I think on average, you know, just like they say, like the most popular male name who was born in the eighties was Michael. The most popular teenage car, if you were in the nineties, was a Civic. You know. Um, you know, we were a little skewed because like we mentioned in previous episodes, a lot of our friends were loaded. So they drove, you know, Beamers and, and brand new Jettas and stuff. But a Honda Civic, that body style was like definitely popular. So, yeah, okay. this episode today yes. is about high school. So we are we always reminisce a little bit about high school just because it comes up naturally. But we're Aaron's going to talk about. Skincare. We're going to teenage skincare. Teenage skincare. Yes. So, you know, once you reminisce with us, we take you down memory lane on, on our little antics that we just explained. Also, a plug for our Spotify playlist because we not only have high school, you know, memory playlist from that era, but from the past as well. So make sure to check it out. If you're class of 89, I got you. Um, so high school. Oh, man. You know, like I've talked about my high school skin experience. Aaron had acne. I had acne. So if you have a teenager in your life or you have a preteen, you want to prepare yourself for what's to come. Aaron, our skincare expert, is going to break it down. Yeah, I think the most important message I want everyone to take home from this podcast, this episode, is acne is a medical condition. So you should never play it off, especially for your child, as Oh, it's just acne. I don't know why why they're so upset. Everyone gets pimples. 
sure, it is a very common condition, but that doesn't mean that it's very emotionally damaging to someone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I, you know, I, when I saw more acne patients in my general dermatology days, when a kid came in with severe, horrible acne and the parent was declining treatment, I mean, I think it's just straight abusive. Like when it's you atrocious. say declining treatment, like oral medication, mm-hmm. topical, yeah, oral medication, Accutane. And of course it's all your personal choice about what kind of treatments you want to go down. But I mean, this child could be have scars that are prevented if you actually did more aggressive treatment with like them. literal face scars and emotional scars absolutely and so when and i understand if someone had a um a valid concern for it where you know i feel really uncomfortable because this that and the other side effects but it, when it's just like no i don't want them taking that they don't even need that it's just acne and like the the child In is moments- like screaming out for they're know, looking help. at you like they're pleading with the look in their eyes like please help me well, i mean i mean that's my place to you know talk about the pros and cons but i mean i would highly stress like there are treatments out there that could really help help them and if you don't treat this this can permanently scar and acne scars are very very difficult to treat so oh, yeah you definitely want to prevent it before it gets worse so you know anytime you i mean even if you're like an auntie or it's your cousin or something like that you know you never want to point something out to somebody you know it's like another one of my pet peeves is like oh my god what's wrong with your face or what's wrong with your skin or or yeah like like a backhanded like wow you're really breaking out it's like thanks yeah it's like when people mean like wow you gained weight it's like and yes thanks for bringing it up like i need to be reminded like i wasn't aware of the huge pimple on my face yeah i had no idea oh whoa i there's a saying if you can't fix it in five minutes don't bring it up you know, unless it's like, hey, you got something in your teeth or. So I'm know. allowed to say, yo, your breath is stanking. Exactly. Here's a mint. <laughs> You're going to offer help. Yeah. Be like, hey, psst, yeah, take ex- this. Exactly. And that's even what, um, you know, I, I do in my field, too. Like, you're never going to bring something up to somebody like, hey, you know, oh, you came to me for your lips. But, you know, like you need a nose job, too. Like you should never oh, say anything like that. that. However, there's sometimes when it's like, hey, there's something really simple that you could do that could really help you. Um, so, you know, there's someone I see really commonly in uh, like in our surroundings. Um, and I mentioned like, hey, like her daughter had bad acne. And so I just brought up to like, hey, you know, are you doing anything for her acne? Just because I knew I had the tools to help and fix it. Mm-hmm. So it is a delicate situation to kind of tiptoe around. Yeah. But say if you have a solution for it, you'd be like, hey. You know, I noticed you're breaking out. I heard about this really great place you can go to. You know, I know there's a great dermatologist down the street you could go see. My friend went there had really good results. She had this, that, and the other. So I think it's okay if you bring it up with good intentions, but you're also providing a solution for it. Mm -hmm. You know, just don't bring it up like, what's going on with your skin? Mm -hmm. And just leaving it at that. that. Well, a lot of people might argue like, well, I can't afford, you know, like I can't, like people are unaware or like ignorant of the fact that, it doesn't have to be a doctor's visit or it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to people might think like acne treatment ugh, expensive. Well, they can be. And there are a lot of people out there that are predatory with it, too. You do not need to go spend three thousand dollars on a series of laser treatments to fix your acne. Fuck lasers. And it doesn't work anyway. All of our la- <laughs> all those laser reps that follow us and I block like pew, 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 I'm like, get the fuck away from me. I'm like, lasers hurt. The only time I'll do a laser is if I'm under, if I'm seriously anesthetized. There are good lasers out there, but there are some that do give false promises. So this is what I tell someone. Invest 
$100 to $200 in a legit consultation with someone. Like mm-hmm. someone that... With uh, somebody who has been <laughs> trained and licensed. Exactly. Yes. So, you know, I myself consider myself one of those uh, people. And our office does not accept insurance. But, you know, $150, $150 cosmetic consultation will take you so far. And with that knowledge that I can provide you and the resources that I have to find you the least expensive medication... It's going to save you money in the long run because you're not spending money on a shitload of makeup to cover your acne, mm. tons of over-the-counter shit that doesn't work. Like, yeah. You just need to find someone that you really trust and that you can have a conversation with. Um, yeah, it's funny how like Sephora has done such a good job at like convincing you that it's okay to drop like three or $400 on stuff that like, like it's funny, somebody would balk at like, ooh, like a $90 like serum you know, that we offer that's medical grade that has like medical grade ingredients, like a certain percentage of acid, but then they'll go and drop $200 at, at Sephora. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it because the scent they pump into the store or the lighting or like the music that they play? It has some weird ass subconscious, like brainwash shit. People yeah. just don't realize. And I like a lot of my friends do that. And I just like SMH, you know, I want to slap them yes. because they complain about them still breaking out. And I'm like, you have access to like, PAs who have years of experience in dermatology, mm-hmm. you know, like the beauty of our, our uh, of the treatment is that they have backgrounds in dermatology dealing with acne. Yeah, absolutely. So you want to find someone, you know, whoever that is, is, is trusted. And the nice thing about our setup is that even if you go see your esthetician, if your level of acne is beyond their expertise, they are aware of that. So they are not going to take someone with severe cystic acne and put them on an over-the-counter acne regimen that we sell. Mm-hmm. They know like, hey, they're going to call one of us up. They're going to call me. Hey, Aaron, I have this patient. They're here for a facial, but I really don't think a facial is going to help them. Can they come over and see you? Yeah. So we're not just going to give you some treatment just because you want it if we don't think it's going to help you. Yeah, well, so for people who don't know what cystic acne is, maybe can So let's go over it. the different types of acne. So we're talking about teenage skincare today, um, but in general, acne is the main problem that teenagers face. We can talk about some other ones too. With acne, uh, there are different types of acne. There are, um, there, we, we classify them in different ways. There is comedonal acne, which are little bumps, like little blackheads and whiteheads. There is more what we call inflammatory papules, which are little red bumps on the skin. And then there is cystic ac- acne, which is going to be deeper, firmer bumps, kind of like those bumps that you feel forming under the skin before you see them. You kind of feel a hard ball under your skin and you just know, oh crap, this one's going to like be really big and be here for a few weeks. We treat different types of acne in different ways. So say if your face is covered, has 100 blackheads on it versus 30 cystic cystic acne lesions, then I'm going to give you different treatments and different medicines. So it's not all, you know, black and white cut across the board. So, you know, when you have those um, programs that sell you your, you know, acne system, step one, two, three, uh, it's not for everyone. You have to have something that's personalized and really understand how acne is formed, what type of acne you have. lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Their lifestyle, their skin type to really fine tune something for them. And you can do it in a, you know, a pretty good manner. And a lot of these medications, usually prescription medications are going to be more helpful with someone with more severe, moderate to severe acne. You can usually get them covered by your insurance company Mm -hmm. or, but you also have to know how to kind of work the system in the best way. Do you know different pharmacies have different prices for prescriptions? Yep. So you could go to, you know, Ralph's pharmacy and they charge you $20. Then you go to CVS and it's $40 for the same medicine on the same insurance plan sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like crappy, you know, but like I am, I've worked the system for so long. 
I know which pharmacies have the cheapest price. If you use that coupon, if you go through this insurance company, this plan, use this instead. Let's sub it out with this over the counter. So you just find somebody who's savvy and isn't just trying to. Or find somebody who cares. That's most so people true. Most don't care. It's most, so true. Most like offices could, would not give a fuck about saving you $20. We're like, we go yeah. above and beyond. Yeah, it's just, it's not that they don't give a fuck. It's just complicated. And yeah. unless like that's your jam, I remember I don't prescribe Accutane, Accutane anymore just because of our setup. But when I did pre- prescribe Accutane a lot, I would, I sat there and called every pharmacy in like a 10 mile radius and got their pricing for the different generics on the different plans. So when someone came in, I'd ask them, okay, what plan do you have? This is how much it's going to, how much it's going to be because I know how expensive it is. So, mm-hmm. you know, why not take that extra step? And the system is just so messed up. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just my, I, I feel like it, if I have this information, why can't I pass it on to people? Yeah. For you sure. know? Um, so, you know, different types of acne require different types of treatments. So sometimes that would be an esthetician service. Like your, your face is covered in blackheads, mm. I can prescribe you one topical prescription acne medicine like Retin-A and get you get you lined up with the estheticians to do a facial every two to three weeks, and they're going to extract you in a nice, safe manner and get you better results. But if you have cyst- really horrible cystic acne, I'm going to refer you out to a dermatologist to put you on Accutane until you don't see my estheticians for six months. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just depends on you know what kind of skin you have. So if your teenager has acne and it is bothering them. And a lot of times teenagers won't necessarily say it to you. They're not going to come to you all the time and say, mom, I don't like my acne. You know, you might find that they don't want to go out and see friends. That's so sad. Oh, I know. That's so tragic to think about like little like teenage boys and girls that just like, oh, it's hard enough being a teenager. It sucks being a teenager, Mm -hmm. like puberty and like heartbreak and just awkwardness. And then you have painful and it's one thing like. You know, there's a huge like skin positivity movement about like accepting acne and whatever, but like clean skin, clear skin is a sign of of good health, Mm -hmm. right? And like cystic acne fucking hurts. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever bumped your nose that has a pimple on it in something? It's like it makes you collapse at the pain of it. So imagine if you had 20 of them on your face. Yeah. And and like you said, you know, I because I suffered from really bad acne up until I was in my late 20s, I have scars like my Mm -hmm. skin is dented Mm -hmm. it looks it's ice pick scars and you know mom had me going to see dermatologists throughout high school like I had been on every topical medication Mm -hmm. I took oral I did topical I used the stinky face washes I did it all it was not sec you know I did the medical you know facials and things like that um so it you know and and I once I finally had clear skin I was like oh my gosh it feels so good it's so amazing to not have to feel like you have to cake on makeup or you know, like if girls, you know, think about girls in the summertime who wear makeup in high school, mm-hmm. like they don't want to go swimming. They don't want to be near water. They're afraid of spending the night at their friends' houses. Like just how much it holds your, you back in life mm-hmm. is is really a mm-hmm. bummer. And it's it's typically fixable. I mean, there are rarely instances if someone has access to you know, these all medications that we can't get you better. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. And but what people have to understand, if you suffer from acne, though, it's not going to be 100% perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have bad cystic acne, you know, we're probably not going to get your skin. ID. It's going to be so much better. You know, it's going to be 80 to 90% better. So mm-hmm. you just have to have these realistic expectations, too. Also, patience. Patience. Acne medications typically take 8 to 12 weeks to really kick in and start working. 
So when you use a cream for a week, you tell me it didn't work. It, your skin got a little red and you just threw That's it away. That's the worst. Like, it didn't work, so I stopped using it. I'm like, bitch, use it for four days. What do you expect? Yes. You have to remind them to continue yes. to use it. It just takes it takes a lot of time. Um, but also, too, one type of patient that can get a little frustrating, if you come in and you have one pimple on your face and you're like, I get like a pimple every month. I'm like, girl. It's called a period, right? Exactly. <laughs> It's called your lady time. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you just have to like, just chill, you know, some except that except. you get a pimple and that you're not perfect. God did that because he didn't want to make you perfect. Cause that would be unfair for the rest of the world. If you had clear skin. <laughs> so we can, we can help that, but sometimes you have to weigh the risks and the benefits. So a lot of times we do a lot of cortisone injections in our office for people who have cystic acne. And what a cortisone injection is, is that it is an anti-inflammatory. We can inject into the pimple to decrease the inflammation in a cystic pimple. And sometimes people will come in three or four times a year to get those treated. Now, is it worth it for that patient to be on an oral antibiotic every day for four cystic pimples a year? No, it's not. So the cortisone shot is going to be the best option. If you're getting four cystic pimples a month, then that's another story. Uh, so it really just depends. We tailor the treatment for the individual patient. Mm -hmm. So please, please, please consider acne a medical and a mental condition for your teenager. Mm -hmm. And yeah, if you have, I mean, I remember, oh my gosh, I had this patient one time and her aunt brought her in and her aunt like called me on the side. is like, Hey, I'm going to come in, bring in my niece, but her mom can't know about it. It was just like, it was just like a kind of a strange situation, but you know, whatever you can do to help someone. Yeah. Just don't maybe the out, mom like, didn't, help. maybe the mom didn't believe or didn't want to, or there was some weird family dynamic. Yeah. There was something with that possibly cost of the consultation. Um, but it is really sweet when a lot of pa parents will bring in their kids and will say like, I will buy anything. I will do whatever it takes. Like, yeah. I just want them to get better. Aww. And like, what, what can I buy? I'm like, just don't buy anything, you know, like yeah. go get your prescriptions and give it time and then come back. Yeah, so maybe for people who aren't blessed to be in Southern California to see us in person, people who are living across the country, like how would you suggest they approach this? Well, number one, if you can go through your insurance company, I think that's the best way to go to be financially responsible about it. Um, so what I do is that, you know, go go to your insurance company, look at the dermatologist list there. And then what I would do is that try to find other people, other friends that you know that are on, in the medical community. You know, maybe your auntie's a nurse that works at a local hospital. You have a, a friend who's, you know, dad's, dad's a doctor and like knows the medical community because that's who knows. Mm -hmm. that, that's who knows the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so with that, at least you're going to, to someone who you've been recommended, you've heard about a good reputation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I have a love and hate relationship with Yelp. I mean, if you go to some uh, uh, a provider's Yelp page and they're all two, three star reviews, then, you know, probably they might not have the best bedside manner. But, you know, it, it, sometimes it's mixed. People get feisty on on med on uh, with medicine. So it's just that's something that you can do. But I think that's mm -hmm. a good start. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, talk. I mean, if you find someone that can do a virtual consultation, that's awesome, too. Because for us, we can prescribe medications in different states, too, depending on the laws. But that's another resource that you have. And that's a really cool thing about this um, safer at home situation is that mm -hmm. you can utilize virtual consultations. Yeah, the silver really lining mm -hmm. is that you can, you know, live in Kentucky and have a virtual Zoom with one of our PAs. And they could be like your go-to, you know, skin guide, mm -hmm. skin mm -hmm. health guide. Yeah, absolutely. 
so that's what I would do. Word of mouth is the best. Or maybe you, you know, you, your kid is in high school and you see one of their friends had bad acne and their skin looks really good. Call the mom, mama and be like, hey, what are you doing? Who did you go see? How's- she stopped drinking milk. <laughs> she cut out dairy and she turns a Himalayan salt rock on in her bedroom and she sleeps <laughs> with it. That's the secret. Well, more power to you. But- uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm being dramatic. Oh, no, I get that. I- uh, we do try to do the least medical intervention possible. I do yes. think that's the healthiest. But sometimes people are so like block, defiant, block, block, block with any advice. And it's like, why are you here? Like, mm-hmm. what, what do you want me to say to you? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you like a diet to follow yeah. solely. And what's funny, people you know? might not realize like, you, you know, like acne consults, you know, on the grand scheme of things are not from a business perspective. They don't make us money. No, they don't. <laughs> like acne <laughs> consults take a lot of money. time. And they make us, from a business standpoint, the least amount of money. But I think for Erin, it's the most gratifying because she has suffered from acne. The joy you could bring to somebody's life for clearing up their skin. its You can't put a price on it. No, not at all. Uh, especially yeah, especially a younger teenager, yeah. too. Yeah, teenagers are just, oh man, I just feel for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so what else, what other problems do teenagers go through? Um, you know, just like being stinky like a stinky teenager mm-hmm. um there are actually uh treatments that you can do so if someone has you know typically teenagers are going through hormonal changes or hormone hormones are raging um if they say their feet or their armpits are really really smelly you can prescribe an antibiotic lotion to help kill the bacteria count to help with that smelling too but they still need to wash their ass every they day too so you can't not, they can't not work, you know, they, they go to practice and they come home and they don't shower and you give them that cream and you expect them to not stink. Why? I don't know. I have three kids and right now some of my kids are like, do I have to take a shower? I'm like, why do you hate taking a shower so much? I like know, I don't. I love taking showers. Me too. I love it. I don't understand. I mean, my daughter has like really thick curly hair and she hates getting her hair brushed and I cannot get her hair trimmed in quarantine. I'm literally about to take a pair of scissors to it. You need to do a quarantine cut, shave it off. <laughs> Ryan Bus would cut. murder me. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Elle would. No, I told Elle, I'm like, do you want to cut like a long bob? And she, her eyes were like, no. I'm like, do you even know what a long bob is? Like, no. calm down. She just cut and was like, I can't uh, cut my hair. No, but she knows she wants to trim. But she's like, a little trim. I'm like, I'm taking four inches off this bitch. Like, calm <laughs> down. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So yes. I, so if they stink, wash their, take a shower and give them an antibacterial cream. Yeah. Or, and, well, and make sure you're using antibacterial soap. So how do you trick a, a, a teenage boy to wash their face? Uh, make it easy for them take away the least barriers possible and this is what i recommend for prescription medications too i know you might be an ocd mom who wants everything perfect in the drawer no it's going to be either at his bedside you're going to put it at the breakfast table you're going to put it right by the sink you're going to put it on top of the toilet wherever he sees it and does something every day i always tell them look you're going to hopefully you brush your teeth at least once a day that's when your medicine's going on you're mm-hmm. going to put your medicine next to your toothbrush and that's what you're going to do put their face wash in the shower so yeah. then they're doing that in the shower yeah uh, one great recommendation for all my a- teenage athletes is something like our glycolic pads are awesome because y- a lot of times you get done with practice you're not home for a few hours you can take the glycolic pad 
without washing your face before and after. Just use it to wipe off all the sweat and dirt, but it also gives you an antibacterial treatment at the same time. So those, gla- so you, they get out of soccer practice. You keep glycolic pads in their soccer bag. Yeah, and you and they're walking out of practice. They wipe it, and then the mom picks them up. Yep, because mm-hmm. yeah. they've wiped off the dirt and oil, but then they've given themselves an acne treatment as well. Yeah, too. that's smart. Yeah, that's super smart. So you have to just make it easy. Same thing for like men. Whatever. So has a good th- what about okay? So. Say a girl, a teenage girl has bacne mm. and it's prom season yeah. and homecoming. Well, you're going to treat back acne in similar ways that you treat facial acne. So any prescription medications that you use, you know, trying to find like your parent or your sibling or someone to put on, help put on your medicines for you. They actually make some of these lotion attachments where it's essentially like a little sponge on a stick. You can like put it over your back. It looks like a back scratcher and apply your lotion that way. I used to uh, recommend it for my elderly patients that their backs were itchy, but they just had dry skin. Mm. It was called roll a lotion, and you literally like squirt a whole bunch of lotion in this roller, and it would like roll on their back. Oh, that's that's really cute. That's what I'll need because I'll never have somebody rub lotion on my back. Dane, your godson, my youngest. <laughs> I, I always tell Dane, I'm like Dane. You know, as your godmother, since I changed your diaper, you have to change my diaper. You have to change Mimi's diaper when she gets old and she peepees in her pants, and he's like. Ugh. Or what is he? <laughs> then he says stuff like, Mimi, I don't love you anymore. <laughs> he doesn't have to Aaron's push your buttons. <laughs> no. he, he knows how to, to, but yeah. So No, he's a um, wheeler and dealer. Like he's like, this morning, he said, Mom, I can I have a bagel and some animal crackers? And I'm like, fine, I'll give you two animal crackers. He's like, how about five? <laughs> so then I'll come back at three. I'm like, no, we're not dealing. He's like carb loading, huh? He loves the carbs. Oh my loves gosh. Loves the carbs. So where so was I going with girls this? With girls with back knee. Oh, back knee. How, how long, so say they have back knee, when should they start doing stuff for prom in May? Oh, like three months prior. Yeah, so all the moms, so, I mean, nobody's having prom right now or graduation or things like that, but for yeah. summertime, you should at least start three months before. Yes. So winter, winter formal. Yes. So you want to do it three months prior, but same thing, medications, prescription acne washes or over-the-counter washes that contain benzoyl peroxide or salicylic acid. Glycolic pads are awesome for the back because they're pretty sizable and you can wipe down the whole back with them. And then a lot of times people are bothered by the spots that are left over on the back because on the face you can cover them with makeup, the flat brown or red spots left over from acne, Mm -hmm. the um, pigmentation. But on the back it's a little bit more difficult too. So just using any type of exfoliative uh, acid is good, like alpha hydroxy acid. Which we all carry at the treatment in case you guys need some. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Also, you can do esthetician services on your back. You can do chemical peels and facials and microdermabrasion. So Mm -hmm. anything you can do to treat your face, you can pretty much do to treat your back too yeah which is nice that is smart so for like a teenage starter kit what would you say for a teenage uh like wash your face twice a day shower once a day Mm -hmm. um you don't have to wash your hair you know that's a whole nother topic wash your body uh once a day wash your face twice a day treat any concerns that you have if you have if you're red or sensitive get advice for that if you have acne get advice for that you have eczema get advice for that um there's nothing worse than i see these poor patients with horrible eczema on their face plus acne and they're using some like crazy rodan and fields like ah! stripping their face great aaron thanks a lot now all the girls who sell rodan and fields are going to come after me fuck i don't think people sell it anymore i feel like it's over <sighs> well anyways know. um <laughs> that kind of stuff you have you have to be tailored so just get just get advice you know like mm-hmm. at least see an esthetician first as someone yeah. who can tell you like yeah i know this isn't good and a lot of times your local esthetician will have connections to someone who can 
help you more to help prescribe things. Yeah. But yeah, just treat it like a medical condition. If you're not get, if you don't vibe with your provider esthetician, just find someone else. You got to yeah. find someone you vibe with too. So just a face wash, nothing else. Oh, uh, face wash, and then any treatments you might need. So if you have acne, um, all I mean, a lot of times acne washes are great to start with in the beginning. So a nice a benzoyl peroxide wash that you can get over the counter um, or salicylic acid wash. I mean, we carry those at our office. There's actually an over-the-counter acne medicine that used to be prescription. It's actually a retinoid. It's a medication called Differin. So that's really nice if you do have a lower budget. Maybe you don't have access to anyone. It's something you can get at Target or CVS. I mean, shoot, I'm sure you can order it to have be delivered to your house. Mm-hmm. Usually runs about $30 to $40. But that's something that can help little blackheads and whiteheads, help pigmentation on the face too. Yeah. So that's something easy that you can start with. So I would say washing your face twice a day. If your skin is more oily, using an acne wash, picking up something like different over the counter or getting a, a prescription from a provider. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank God I'm not having a teenager anytime soon. Oh my so gosh. So I don't have to worry about this because it's just teenageness, teenagers, just awkward. You know, but if you, uh, yeah, if you have a teenager in your life, this episode is for you, you know, because we have, you know, men and women who come in in their mid twenties, late twenties, early thirties, trying to fix acne scars. Mm -hmm. And also let me talk about scars too. Sometimes we'll get acne cleared up. Say, say someone goes on Accutane for six months and they're 16 years old and their skin looks better, but they have scars. You do want to wait to really treat scars until the patient gets a little bit older or, or just take this in consideration. Say you start treating the scars with something like laser treatments, filler, microneedling. The acne can come back. I mean, you're not in the clear at 16 if you've mm-hmm. been cleared up. So sometimes we like to wait until you're a little bit older. Sometimes these treatments can be really painful. So we want to make sure the patient mm-hmm. can tolerate it and feel okay with it. Uh, so a lot of times we'll just focus on keeping the skin clear for a few years. And then when the patient gets older, then start working on the scars. But if you can pr- prevent the scars from coming out, you're going to get way, way better long-term improvement in the skin. Mm-hmm. Cause what happens when you have a deep cystic acne, it, it destroys and damages some of the fat layers underneath. And that's why you see those little indentations and divots in the skin. Yeah. Yeah. So takeaway from today's episode, if you have, a teenager in your life, you know, they're barely washing their ass. So, you know, don't make it complicated for them. Make it easy. And don't don't try to pick their blackheads. You know, like. Mm, gross. <laughs> I know. They're like, come here. Let me get in. Leave that to the professional because you could scar them by picking it. You know, you see some inter- Instagram sensation and you think if you buy a tool, you can all of a sudden like extract shit out of people's faces. You know what? Parents hated this when they would come in and bring their kid in and the kid's just sitting there like, uh, I don't want to be here. And I, you know, she's like, he won't put the medicine on. He won't do this. So I look at the kid. I'm like, does, you, does your skin bother you? And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, and I look at the mom like, well, there's your answer. He's never going to do it. Ooh, you know how you have to flip it? <laughs> Say, do you want a TikTok girlfriend that does those fucking hip, hip dances and that are like, <laughs> if you want one of those hot tiktoker girlfriends you're not going to get a hot tiktoker girlfriend when you have a whole bunch of acne no i'm just kidding that's generalizing that's very privileged but i'm saying like i feel like young teenage boys are like hornier than ever sexualized more than ever and for them that might be a great motivator is like listen yeah but he has four blackheads on his face sometimes the moms would be obsessed too like 
look, he's not going to do it. Calm down. And now, if he had really bad cystic acne, I'm going to be a little bit more pushy with it. Because like, those hurt. Well, and they can scar more easily. Yeah. So you really have to take extra care with that. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, you have to, yeah, with, with boys, and we're talking about boys because we get so many boy moms that are like, help my son, you know. And some boy, some teenagers that we do have come in office really dig it. Mm-hmm. They look forward to it. They love the relaxation, you know. Um, but yeah, if they're, how are you, you know, you can drag a, a horse to water, but you know, you can't make it drink. So mm-hmm. you could say, Hey, bud, here's a face wash that smells good. Feels good. You know, it feels good to have squeaky clean mm-hmm. skin. Well, and sometimes I would compromise with the patients too. You know, before we put them on a regimen with this wash and nighttime medicine and morning medicine, glycolic pads. And they're like, Oh hell no. It's like, Hey, can you give me one time a day? I'll give you a, con- they make combination prescription medications. It's two different ingredients in it. Like, just give me one time a day. Deal? Yeah. Okay? Like, from me to you, not from your mom. Yeah. And so sometimes they, they listen a little bit more. That yeah. way you can kind of, you know, get in with them. But it's really cute, like, when you see their skin clear up. Mm-hmm. And they just are so happy. And I don't know, their eyes get brighter. and They're, they're just, confident. They don't, yes, you know, so they don't cute. hide. They smile bigger. You know, prom pictures aren't as awkward. Dance pictures aren't as awkward. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just... Yeah, navigating, you know, prepubescent life is shit as it is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with clearer skin, just girls too. Well, and now you can face tune and filter every photo. Mm -hmm. But I think it's so wild. My kids' photos, like Life Touch still does their class photos. There's options to face tune their school photos. If they have like a little blemish or like dark circles. In fucking kindergarten. I know. (laughs) And and it's two options. Like, Like tidy up or like super tidy up. Oh my God, you could give your five-year-old eyelashes. <laughs> no joke. Oh my gosh. So I just, like that kind of stuff, we would live in this warped world where you don't see anyone online with acne because you just filter it out. Yeah, but yeah. It, it exists and don't feel bad because that's real life. Like people have acne and it's, I mean, I look at skin all day long and I could probably tell you, like name the patients on like one hand, the people that have like impeccable flawless skin. Mm-hmm. Like some of them do exist. Annie Marciano. They, Annie. <laughs> RPA Annie. She's had gorgeous skin since high school. She I went to high school with her and she's just been stunning she's since beautiful. high school. Um, I'm a, you know, an ugly duckling. Shut up. <laughs> I'm a swan now. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I was a duckling, but now I'm a fucking Meg the Stallion swan. <laughs> I'm a savage. Uh, ratchet, nasty, nasty, or whatever. <laughs> okay, let's wrap this okay episode up. So please take care of your teenagers. We love them. They need extra love. And yeah, high school. Yes, if you guys if you guys have a teenager in your life, and you know we're still doing virtual consultations with our estheticians, hit us up. It does not have to break the bank. It could be very simple, and it can make a tremendous change in somebody's life and their self esteem. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for joining. We'll be back next week with another Living Room episode, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, chat later.